millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code gold to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future go to noblegoldinvestments.com now noblegoldinvestments.com this performance may not be indicative of future results investing in precious metals including gold involves risks consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. everyone and as always welcome back to another exciting episode of red pill news live and this is the inaugural episode of 2024 the year we take it back I want to say thank you to Rebelnator for dropping that link to the J6 documentary from Epic Times. It is classic. If you haven't seen it, you need to. I understand they are having a uh, second half coming out. And we are going to be talking about this Epstein Associates list. I saw someone in the chat say that it's already out. It's actually not. There are lists that have been circulating for quite some time, but we're talking about a very specific set of names. These are names that were revealed in the civil trial between Virginia Jeffrey and Ghislaine Maxwell. It was an ongoing case going on for several years, and these names were meant to be unsealed quite some time ago. But the original judge in the case died. And I'm sure that the next judge, Loretta Preska, wanted to think long and hard about exactly how she wanted to do this. But we have a ton of other things to talk about. Happy, happy New Year if you're here for the first time. I am live Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern and every Friday and Saturday at 9 p.m. Hit that like button, hit the red pill, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because we're going to be right back after this. If there is one thing that we can probably agree on, it's that electricity bills are rising at historic rates and there doesn't seem to be any 
any end in sight. You talk to enough people and you're going to soon realize that pretty much everyone is shocked at the size of their power bills. And that's why tens of thousands of people are choosing to use this amazing little device. It's a small but sophisticated gadget that stabilizes the electrical currents in your home, reduces dirty electricity, and helps to protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help dramatically lower energy consumption and ultimately help to reduce your power bills month after month. Simply place your order right now and get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to don'twastepower.com. Once again, that's don'twastepower.com. You can find tons of testimonials from people like you that are already saving money. Click the link in the description below and order now at don'twastepower.com. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, and we're back. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for choosing to spend your first day of the new year here with us on Red Pill 78 at the one and only Red Pill News. I really want you guys to know that I'm looking forward to this year. There is a lot that I'm certain is going to happen, and the release of these names from the Epstein docs, in this case, from Ghislaine Maxwell in Virginia Defray, it's merely the start of it. I first want to begin with kind of a public service announcement. So last night on Badlands, we did a New Year's Eve stream, and we brought in the New Year on the East Coast and then in Central Time as well. And then I had to leave. Brad and Abby took it all the way until New Year's Day on the West Coast, which is the Pacific Standard Time Zone. Now, in that uh, exchange, John and I, we were joking about something. I think we called something gay. Uh I've said it so many times, and so I just don't even think about it. But if you're a gay person, that means absolutely nothing to me. I don't care because I believe in freedom of choice. I believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And who am I to tell you what to do with your life? Now, that is as far as it goes. And if we are joking around and we call something this or that, or we call it gay, We're not talking about you if you happen to be gay. And because I call something gay doesn't mean that I am making a slur against gay people. Because in uh, the kind of slang parlance, when you call something gay, it doesn't mean that it's two people of the same sex who are getting together for a relationship. I feel so silly even having to explain this. But somebody was very upset by the fact that uh, that we said this. And I, I feel that it's a symptom of the modern-day outrage culture. You know, we talk a lot about the left and their problems with words and trying to control our speech. But I have to be honest, it happens with people on the right as well. And I think it's a real shame. I look back at the comedians of my youth, and I think about the people that I found funny growing up. And those people were people who were not afraid to say anything. They would make fun of you no matter who you were, your color of your skin, what's between your legs, who you go home with at night, what religion you are, where you're from on planet Earth. It doesn't matter. Comedy only works if we all agree that sometimes it's okay to make fun of each other. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to be mean-spirited. But we can certainly have a laugh at each other's expense and then just get right back to it. As an example, John told me in our private message the other day that uh, he's insinuated that I was lacking in my manhood. 
Did it bother me? No, because I know the truth. I know exactly what's going on in my own body and in my own home, so I'm not worried about it. But it means absolutely nothing because people poke fun at each other. And we are not poking fun at you. If you take something personally and offensive, then there is probably something you need to do. Look in the mirror and, and ask yourself, you know, why am I offended by this? Really? Did somebody mean to specifically attack me? Mm, okay, no. Then go ahead and get over it. Let's go ahead and take a look at our first story. And this is indicative of what I'm talking about. Dave Chappelle is one of my favorite modern comedians. And uh, he is not like an explicit Trump supporter. I've got a lot of other comedians that I like, that I follow. Um, but Dave Chappelle is somebody who I watched when I was much younger, probably over the last two decades. I found a, a lot of comedy in Dave Chappelle's stuff. But one of the reasons I really like him is because he is absolutely fearless, specifically of the gay mafia, which is currently running culture here in the United States of America. The rainbow people, the LGBTQIA++ two-spirit and whatever else it is that they want to add on to it. Dave Chappelle just dropped a new comedy special on Netflix. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to download it on the internet because obviously I'm not paying Netflix for it. But I believe that Dave Chappelle has the right idea. And I think that all of us should have that same idea. Remember that you have to be able to laugh at yourself. You have to be able to laugh at the world. And you need to have thick skin. Because in this modern society, people are going to come at you. And you really ought to know the difference when it's somebody who's your enemy and somebody who's clearly not your enemy. So to the person who was offended... I hope that you're over it at this point, because the last thing I wanted to do was offend you. And that's all I wanted to say about that. All right, so let me go ahead and take a look over here at the chat, because I had a lot of people that were popping in. I wanted to say hello to thank you to FilterDog1. He says, welcome to the new year of the dragon. Is it the year of the dragon? I wasn't aware of that, but that's totally wicked, because I think we're going to be spitting fire all throughout 2024. Uh, Boise Blanc, thank you for that cookie. Fork. Fork, Forkum Dano, thank you for the cookie. I never know how to say it right. Uh, Boise Blanc also said, I, I'm with my partner for almost 34 years, and you can't and never and have never offended me. Good. I'm glad. I, I, I sincerely hope that every single person out there who's living their life the way that they want to is not going to be offended by somebody else who's not even talking about them. And I'm glad to hear that. Thank you very much for being here, Boise Blanc. Uh, Sean Joe says, Happy New Year, Zach. Thank you so much, Sean. Good to see you. Uh, also dropped another cookie, then Filter Dog One dropped a cookie as well. Okay, and let me see. Do, do, do. Anybody else bummed out Quance's over? No. I, <laughs> there's another funny story there. I did a story about Quanza, like when I first started doing this channel, and somebody was offended by the story because I said it was a made-up holiday. I, I'm going to stand by that one, though, guys, because it really was. It was made up by a felon who I think he held a couple of women hostage, so... I don't know. I don't know that it's the kind of thing that you really want to be uh, uh, celebrating um, uh, or that it would have any sort of real meaning. All right. So let's talk about the Epstein files. Now, there are so many lists of names that are circulating around the Internet over the weekend. Lisa kept finding them. She kept sending them to me. And these are all lists that I've seen before. If you see a list up until this point, it's going to come from a couple of different places. First of all, you have the Jeffrey Epstein Black Book, 
which was just a phone book. It was a list of numbers from every powerful person he had ever met. He put all of their contact information in there. And that came out many years ago. Now, presence in that black book does not indicate that the individual that Jeffrey Epstein got their contact information from was a pedophile or that they even went to the island. Nothing like that. All it is is just a list of numbers. Now, it's a it's a place to start. Certainly, you can take a look at the names in that book and then closely examine Jeffrey Epstein's public and private relationship with that individual. And that might give you some sort of insight as to what type of person that person is. You also have the Jeffrey Epstein flight logs. Now, the flight logs also do not necessarily mean that the person named in that book is going to be a pedophile or that they went to Jeffrey Epstein's island. Case in point, Donald Trump caught a ride back from Newark, New Jersey, down to Palm Beach on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. Why? Because Jeffrey Epstein lived around the corner from him in Palm Beach, and it was a free airplane ride. Come on. Somebody has a private jet. You don't know that they're a pedophile. They've never been convicted of pedophilia, and they've never indicated to you that they're interested in small girls. Well, you know, I mean, then you'd probably take the free ride. Uh, I think a lot of people would. Donald Trump knows how to make money, and he knows how to save money. And the best way to keep your money is to not spend it. So a free private plane ride to a private airport in southern Florida. Sure enough, Donald Trump took it. Uh, now, Donald Trump never went to the Epstein Island. There are a lot of people in that plane log that actually did go to the island. There are a number of people such as Kevin Spacey and Chris Tucker that flew to a number of different countries with Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein had a tendency to fly some people around. Now, the people who went to the island, I believe, are of particular interest. People like former President Bill Clinton. Now, The names that you see are either going to be compiled from the black book, which is phone numbers, or the plane logs, which really only tell us whether or not they went to the island. The names that we are waiting for in the Virginia Jeffrey court documents, these are names that will have context and stories built around People such as Bill Clinton. Now, everybody knows Bill Clinton is going to be named in these documents. Allegedly, and probably totally truthfully, he he is in these documents at least 50 different times. So what you're going to see is testimony from Virginia Jeffrey and perhaps other people who were abused by Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, perhaps women now girls then that were forced to go to the island, that were forced to perform sexual favors on heads of state, former presidents. Ehud Barak is likely in there. He's the former prime minister of Israel. Bill Clinton, it's been said, is in there some 50 times. When that, when that name is in there, it's in there in terms of the testimony of these victims. And so they're going to talk about, hey, I was forced to perform fellatio on Bill Clinton. First, Jeffrey Epstein made me give him a massage and then have sex with him on an airplane. That's the kind of stuff you're going to see. And those are the names that I am most excited to learn about. Because for the very first time, it's not simply going to be a catalog with people's names and perhaps their personal information. We're talking about direct testimony from victims that will be publicly available for the very first time. 
outside of perhaps personal anecdotes. These are women who have testified under oath about the abuse they endured under Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and whoever these other does are. So we have roughly 170 names. John Doe number 36 is allegedly going to be revealed as Bill Clinton. Virginia Jeffrey, when this court case started out, she was listed as a Jane Doe in there. So some of those names are going to be those victims. They're going to be, you know, other girls, now women, that were caught up in this sex trafficking sting for Jeffrey Epstein and people like Bill Clinton, Ehud Barak, et cetera, et cetera. Alan Dershowitz was at one time a doe, but he claimed that he had done nothing wrong. He never had sex with Virginia Jeffrey. And it's really worth noting that Virginia Jeffrey withdrew her testimony, her stories about allegedly having sex with Alan Dershowitz. She said, I very likely could have been wrong. And that's probably due to the fact that she was just like ran through, basically, just like passed off to all these different guys. And maybe she just got confused because she knew that Alan Dershowitz was there. That's an important distinction. We can't go calling somebody a pedophile or suggesting that they've done something when we don't have any sort of evidence to back it up. We can say that people were likely associated with Jeffrey Epstein and his ill-gotten gains, people like the bankers at Chase Bank. We even know Jess Staley did participate in the abuse of young girls. Jess Daly was his personal banker at Chase, who then went on to another bank. Uh, that's somebody, we can definitely say that. Uh, we can say it's alleged that some of these people likely did other things. <clears throat> but when we get this testimony, we can say victim A, John Doe number two, or Jane Doe number two, said that Jeffrey Epstein forced her to have sexual relations with a head of state, John Doe 74, and then we'll have that person's name, and then we'll talk specifically about those things. So I just want everybody to know that the names that you're seeing going around on these lists, these are just names that people put together. There's no context, and we don't have any specific way to tell how they were involved with Jeffrey Epstein, unless we can track it back through some other form here. So keep your eyes and ears open because this is going to be the mother load. This is why they've covered this up for so long, everyone, because they know that many of these people who wanted their names to not come out in the press were very guilty, just as guilty as Jeffrey Epstein, just as guilty as Ghislaine Maxwell, especially the ones who flew on Lolita Express and went to the island. Bill Clinton, he was a frequent flyer on Lolita Express. Bill Clinton loved to fly on that plane. Here he is with Ghislaine Maxwell. They're getting on. They're heading down to the island because they've got a big weekend planned. So, the dozens of high-profile associates that we're hoping to see here, uh, as I said, definitely Jane Doe's, definitely John Doe's, men who abused these girls. And I tend to believe there's going to be some Jane Doe's women who were also involved in the abuse as well. We're also going to see people who worked for Jeffrey Epstein, uh, probably other girls who were paid to recruit for Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, because that's what they did to Virginia Jeffrey. They turned her into an, a recruiter, essentially. 
Uh, you're also, of course, going to see Alan Dershowitz. You're definitely going to see Bill Clinton. Uh, and you are going to learn the names of probably a number of people that have not come up yet. Those are the ones that I am most excited about. So keep your eyes and ears open. As soon as this information drops, I'll let you guys know it's two weeks today. It's been 14 days today, if I'm not mistaken. And that includes uh, a time for uh, bi- that, that includes business days. So we're not talking about the weekends and stuff. And maybe because it's the first of the year and a lot of people have the day off, that's why we haven't seen anything come out yet. So I'm basically expecting this to be released tomorrow. So when it does, you can bet I'm going to bring it to you right away because this is one of the most important stories of my lifetime. It's definitely the most important story so far in 2024. Okay. Um, uh, let me say thank you to Patriot Donnie who dropped, uh, I don't know what that is. Is that a ship? Yes, it's a ship. Thank you, Donnie. He says 2024 will be the year the dominoes fall. Yes, I absolutely agree with you there. Uh, Filter Dog One says, I want to know about Form 6 and my politicians in Florida are stepping down. I'll be happy to tell you about that. So down here in Florida, there is a brand new law that requires elected officials to give a comprehensive reporting of their money and exactly where it came from. So what you have are a bunch of Florida politicians, both on the right and the left, who are more than likely on the take in some fashion. And as a result of that, they don't want to expose exactly where their money is coming from or more importantly, how much money they have, because I bet you they are filthy freaking rich. We're talking about small town politicians, oftentimes political appointments and elected officials, perhaps city council members, uh, township clerks, people who are either appointed or elected for maybe even like a no salary position. It's a volunteer position. And so these people get access to power and influence. And if they're not directly getting a salary from the city or the town that they're representing, I tend to believe that one of the first things they do is uh, is is attempt to grift their way into a big score. So maybe they're going to give one of their friends that owns a trash company the uh, the the contract to pick up the trash or the recycling for the for the town. Uh, of course, the people are going to pay for it, and then the trash company might give a uh, a vig on the back end. Uh, so they give a kickback to the politician. Um, the only reason. That a politician would not want the people to know where their money is coming from is if there is a possibility the source of that money could potentially implicate them in something unsavory. So that, my friend, is why you're seeing people all over Florida in these elected positions step down. I believe that yesterday was the last day for most of them. Uh, there are now vacant positions for elected officials all over the state of Florida. And it's not simply a Democrat or a Republican phenomenon. Am I hungover? No, Creighton, I don't drink at all. I haven't drank in nearly six years. On January 21st of this year, January 21st, 2024, I will be six years clean and sober with no drugs or alcohol. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, do I, do I look like I'm hungover? I don't know. I'm standing up. That's, you know, I haven't stood up in quite a while, but, uh, no, definitely. Yeah, I, I and I but I was up late. I mean, I don't sleep all that much, I'll be really honest with you. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. 
Wait a second. So, who, wait, what's going on? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What is this argument I see in the chat? Epstein worked at Mar-a-Lago? Nah, he didn't work at Mar-a-Lago. Who's saying that Epstein worked at... Melchizedek is correct. Epstein was a member at Mar-a-Lago until President Trump canceled his membership because Epstein creeped on the young daughter of another member of Mar-a-Lago. That was the end of Donald Trump's tenuous association with Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, once Jeffrey Epstein was kicked out for that tawdry behavior, Donald Trump actually spoke with the prosecutor to give them information so that Jeffrey Epstein could be prosecuted. Who out there is saying that uh, that that Jeffrey Epstein worked at Mar-a-Lago? That's like the craziest thing I've ever heard. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm missing it. But yeah, thank you, Vegas. Appreciate you, brother. Um, yes, but there, Jeffrey Epstein did not work at Mar-a-Lago, okay? (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. I can't even believe the things people say. Um, Kitsko says, boomerang time. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Some cuck troll. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, so... Uh, you know that person is probably working for, I don't know, Media Matters or the mainstream media or something like that, uh, because the, what they want to do is associate Donald Trump with Jeffrey Epstein, uh, when in all actuality, Donald Trump was the only person of wealth, power, and influence who worked to take down Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein was in like Flynn with all of these big money movers, politicians, heads of state, bankers, CEOs, why is it that none of them ever came forward to talk about what Jeffrey Epstein was doing? Donald Trump did because he didn't do anything wrong. He never had any association with Jeffrey Epstein as far as it goes with his child trafficking and his abuse of young children. And again, Donald Trump kicked Jeffrey Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago as soon as Jeffrey Epstein exhibited some behavior that was questionable. Also, riddle me this, shill. Uh, what about all of the other people out there, such as, I don't know, Bill Gates? Is Bill Gates your savior? Are you happy about Bill Gates buying all that farmland so we can uh, all eat bugs eventually? Bill Gates continued to take meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. Noam Chomsky, the uh, the, the, the leftist, uh, uh, I don't know, golden calf, uh, he continued to have an association with Jeffrey Epstein. I'll tell you who seems to have an association with Jeffrey Epstein after he was convicted of the crimes that he committed down in Florida. Very reduced crimes, okay? Basically pled guilty to solicitation of a prostitute even though he had sex with children. All of these big money donors who are working to unseat Donald Trump, get rid of him. So that he will never be able to return to office. People like Reed Hoffman from LinkedIn, the stupidest social media platform on the face of the planet. People like Reed Hoffman are out there working to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't return to office. But Reed Hoffman knows that if Donald Trump returns to office, all of the other big money donors and friends of Jeffrey Epstein, they're likely going to find themselves on the wrong side of a prison cell. 
Uh, Serter says, Zach, that weekend that was mentioned is fast approaching. They already can't walk down the streets without getting harassed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be really honest with you. Uh, and then Jim Kyle says, trolls will be trolls. Untitled 82 says 24 is the year of the storm. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, we got, we got a lot of good stuff coming up this year, guys. I truly do believe that 2024 is going to be epic. So. Let me also bring you to this uh, latest news coming out of our military. This is great because I believe that it has the opportunity to create a sort of zeitgeist, a, a, a cultural touchstone, if you will, of current and former military members. My friends, uh, Nate Kane and Ivan Raiklin, a number of other former military members, they have signed... <laughs> They have signed this document. Uh, thank you to LKW Cross for that donation over there on Ko-Fi. And thank you to Esther G as well. She says, Zach, starting out the new year on fire. I love it. I love it as well. Thank you so much, Esther. You're the best. So um, how do I get this to go off? Hang on. I need to reduce the uh, – there we go. Okay. Um so there is a letter that was recently sent to the Department of Defense, and it was signed by some current and former 200 service members, uh, veterans who are pledging to hold military leaders accountable for the vaccine mandate. Uh, this is going to be an ongoing effort. These guys are real American patriots, and essentially they are saying that, you know what, we are not going to let the DOD and the government get away with what they've done to our military. We're going to do everything within in our legal power to address this and hold them accountable. So these 200 active service members and veterans have signed this open letter seeking accountability uh, over all of the harm that the military has done. Uh, it was published just early this morning, and it's directed truthfully at the American people, but it was sent to the DOD, so they have a record of them receiving it. Um, some people that they've specifically named in the letter include the current and former Joint Chiefs of Staff, Service Academy Commandants, Service Inspectors General, and the Service Surgeon generals. The signatory Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Stories of this letter have written thus... In the coming years, thousands within our network will run for Congress and seek appointments to executive branch offices once Donald Trump returns. And while those of us still serving on active duty will continue to put fulfilling our oaths ahead of striving for rank or position, uh, thank you very much to, oh shoot, where'd it go? Dustin, thank you, Dustin. I appreciate you, buddy. I gotta make that a little smaller so it doesn't cover my face. Um, okay, so basically, these guys, they're putting the government on notice. Guess what? We are going to be government. We are going to be military. We are going to be running the country very, very soon. And when we do, when we do, when we return to positions of power, your goose is cooked. You better sit back and figure out what your contingency plan is, you numbskulls, because you have put yourself into quite the difficult position. For those who achieve the lawful authority to do so, we pledge to recall from retirement the military leaders who broke the law and will convene court martials for the crimes they committed. They're going to put these guys on trial. We've been talking about Nuremberg 2.0. My friends, this could potentially be it. And again, I truly do believe that 2024 is going to be such a year. President Trump is going to return. President Trump is going to need red-blooded American patriots to serve alongside him in his second administration. And that's going to require a lot of people like the men on this list right here. So a number of the signatories are veterans. They are actually currently running for Congress. That includes my good friend, Mr. Nate Kane, as well as a number of other state-level positions. But They've pledged to introduce legislation to seek accountability by reducing the alleged perpetrator's retirement income to zero. So they're going to take the retirement income of these do-nothing bureaucrats in the military, 
And I would hope that they would use it to pay for ongoing health care for the men and women who were forced to take the jab and are now left with disabilities and, uh, and, and a whole host of other health maladies. There are 231 total signers, and some of them are still on active duty, so it's a pretty brave of them to do that. Uh, and they make note in the letter that they're taking significant personal risk to stand up for what they believe in and to defend their own unalienable rights that they feel have been trampled as they have. So I'm very proud of these guys. This is awesome. And again, this is another thing I think we should be keeping an eye on. If you are interested, there is a Twitter space. If you are former military and you want to get involved with this, would you like to have a position in Trump administration 2.0? If you are an American patriot, I would love to see it. I would also love it if you would run for office in your local area, I hear that down here in Florida, we have a ton of positions which have just recently become available. Okay, and thank you very much to Deplorable Farmer. Multimillionaires know other multimillionaires. Jeffrey had a mansion in Palm Beach. Exactly. You know, I mean, let, let's be honest. You know, people of a similar, similar socioeconomic class tend to hang out together. So you live in Palm Beach. Who's your neighbors? A bunch of other millionaires. Uh, are you going to McDonald's to get something to eat? Or are you going to the local five-star restaurant to get a surf and turf? You're probably going to the surf and turf. Uh, or maybe even better, you have a private chef who's going to be preparing your meals for you so you don't even have to think about it. It's a very different world, and I don't think any of us have ever been a part of it. So for some people to even conceptualize it, it's difficult. But Jeffrey Epstein was a multimillionaire, and he was surrounded by other multimillionaires. And that's indicative of the uh, the type of life that he lived. So, of course, also by ingratiating himself with all of those rich and powerful people, it allowed him to blackmail them and uh, to get as much money as he possibly could and to continue engaging in his child trafficking. He never blackmailed Donald Trump. He never had compromising information on Donald Trump. Otherwise, Donald Trump's DOJ wouldn't have come out and arrested Jeffrey Epstein and charged him with what? Child trafficking. So why didn't Joe Biden and Barack Obama do something about it? Hmm? Anybody? 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 Give you one guess. Jim Kyle says, what's up with the talk about General Flynn working as Fed? What's up with the talk about General Flynn working as Fed? I'm, I don't know specifically what you're talking about. Are you talking about General Flynn coming back in the second Trump administration? Because I can guarantee you that that's going to happen. Um, now, but I guess maybe Jim, you're going to have to give me some more, um, yeah, don't cook for the Obamas. Yeah. Or the Clintons. Yeah. You're, you're going to find yourself uh, on the wrong end of a noose with a shotgun against your chest. So yeah, Jim, I'm going to need some more context for that. All right. So. Uh, real quick, we got to take a look at the performance of Joe Biden. We all know he's the worst president of all time. Joe Biden might even know that he's the worst president of all time because he spent more time away from the Oval Office than any other president in recent history. And that includes whether or not they were there for four or eight years. So far, Joe Biden has the world record for not going to work as a president. 37% of the year 2023 was spent at Rehoboth Beach or at some other likely getaway. 
He has escaped the confines of the White House as he travels around the world, going from vacation spot to vacation spot, spending more than one third of the last year completely surrounded by friends, family and beautiful locations. Uh, Let's see. All right. Now, uh, according to the New York Post, peripatetic, peripatetic, I don't even know what that word means. I'll be really honest with you, and I tend to have a pretty good vocabulary. Peripatetic Biden could be found on his absences from Washington, D.C. at either his Delaware residence, a posh vacation site, or Camp David, which is the official presidential retreat. We know all this from contemporaneous records and, of course, stories coming out from the mainstream media. If we take a look back at his trips away in 2023, 138 days out of 365, he spent 22 days, and that includes travel time, on vacations between all of the dates of 2023. Uh, he was either at his Delaware home or he was in St. Croix. He, I guess he's also got a place in Lake Tahoe or Nantucket. Uh, he was at that presidential retreat at Camp David for 26 days. That doesn't include the two days that he was prepping and getting ready for a trilateral summit. Uh, his number of getaway days in 2023, it's actually better than 2022. It was down just slightly. See, back in 2022, he spent 38% of his time away from the office. In August of 2022, he was recorded as having spent 150 days at home in Delaware in the 18 months since he was elected. In the year before, he reportedly liked to hang out a lot at Camp David while the rest of the world was watching Kabul fall, people falling from planes, Taliban blowing people up. You know, the drill, Joe Biden did not want to work. And of course, this is not doing very well for Joe Biden. Also, besides Joe Biden, his agenda has taken a major hit in 2023. People are rejecting it. Buck Wayne says Hollywood and media superstars that spew the loudest hate for Trump are most likely to be on that list. Yes, I believe so, too. Zach means a person that travels from place to place. (laughs) Thank you, Elaine. (laughs) Appreciate you. Mm. Glenn, I see you got that, too. Uh, Yeah, doesn't this prove that the president's job is merely ceremonial? Certainly in Joe Biden's case. uh, Yeah, he is. It's barely even ceremonial at that. Uh, Clearly, the country could go on without Joe Biden or without a large majority of the federal government. So. The climate agenda was top of Joe Biden's list when he came into office. He wanted to push electric cars. He was pushing the shutdown of coal power plants. Get rid of your gas stoves, which is quite literally the best way to cook your food. If you're a chef, if you know how to cook, you want to cook with with gas. You don't want to cook with electric. You don't even really want to cook with induction. I, I, I have an induction stove because we only have electric here in Florida. I wish that I had a gas line. I, I looked into to the costs of getting a gas line put in, and it's way outside my budget. Uh, let me see. Uh, Jim Kyle said, I heard that General Flynn and RFK Jr. are going to team up against Trump. I haven't heard that, and I don't believe it. Untitled 82 says, geez, uh, can the Dems just remove this buffoon already? Come on, 25th Amendment. I'm really interested to see what their ultimate plan is, because I have to be honest, if they were going to remove him, I feel like that would have already had to have happened. So unless they do use the 25th Amendment and force him out and then force Kamala Harris into the office, I just I don't know what's going to happen. So at this point, pretty much anything is on the table. Um, As far as General Flynn and RFK Jr. teaming up. (laughs) 
I haven't heard that. And I don't believe it. Uh, President Trump already said publicly that General Flynn was going to be in his uh, second administration. General Flynn is a supporter of Donald Trump. He was always there. I mean, General Flynn never he he took the bullet for Donald Trump in his first term in office. If General Flynn wanted all that to end, if he wasn't an ally of Trump, then he would have folded at the beginning. But he didn't. He stayed strong. He uh, clung to his innocence because he was innocent. And uh, the government almost bankrupted him. And Donald Trump gave him a pardon. So, no, I don't think that uh, RFK Jr. and uh, and and General Flynn are going to team up against Donald Trump. It remains to be seen. I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. But thank you, Jim. Thank you for letting me know. I'll look at it. <clears throat> Trump has never said that. Trump has never said what? Um, maybe you're earlier in the uh, in the show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fake news is putting this shit out. Are you talking about General Flynn and uh, what did I just make up? Sixty nine, sixty nine, hard knock news. What are you talking about? President Trump told General Flynn, get ready. (laughs) He was talking about his next term in office. Hold on. I didn't make anything up. Let me go find the clip. Hmm. Trump tells Flynn to get ready. This was eight months ago. Hang on. Now, maybe you interpreted this differently, but this is how I interpreted it. And let me go to this screen. No, dang it. (sighs) Here we go. Very brave, brave person, uh, somebody that got it very early and went through hell, and he hailed it like, uh, like the brave man he is, General Michael Flynn. Where's Michael? Where is Michael? Thank you, Michael. Brave guy, great guy. You stay in good health, Michael. Get ready, okay? It's not long. Year and a half, Michael. Just stay healthy. A year and a half, that's when President Trump would be coming back into office. Okay? That is not in dispute. He says, stay healthy. Get ready. Where's Michael? Where is Michael? Thank you, Michael. Brave guy, great guy. You stay in good health, Michael. Get ready, okay? It's not long. Year and a half, Michael. Just stay healthy. And another one that we... They are going to... All right, so... 
That was my interpretation of that. And if you have a different interpretation of it, then fine. Okay. Uh, but that was my interpretation of it. That was what makes the most sense to me. Michael Flynn was uh, one of President Trump's very first appointments. Uh, and so that's what I expect to happen. Uh, let me see. Boxins says, watch you every day, but I get home late and have to watch the stream. I donate monthly, but here's an extra to show my appreciation for your professionalism. Okay. Thank you very, very much, brother. I appreciate you. So uh, at the end of the day, no matter what, your interpretation or my interpretation, we'll find out. Okay. Um, but I'm not just making shit up. Okay. I talked about this previously. When President Trump made this statement, we analyzed it on the air and I gave my interpretation. 6969 Hard Knock News, I haven't seen you around for a while, so I'm going to give you a pass on this one. But do not attempt to smear me again, because that's going to be a problem. All right, so the climate change agenda that Joe Biden was attempting to push is beginning to crumble. People are rejecting electric vehicles. The capacity to produce electricity for these vehicles on a mass scale simply does not exist. The infrastructure is not in place. And the actual energy that's being produced, it's got to come from coal or it's got to come from natural gas. It certainly isn't coming from solar and it certainly isn't coming from wind. We've had also a failure of a number of wind production facilities and solar production only works when it's actually sunny. And even in a sunny climate where I live in Florida, it doesn't produce enough energy to power everybody everywhere. Even if you have solar panels, the only way that you're going to have solar energy at night is if you have a battery system and those things are so expensive, it is cost prohibitive. Add on to that, if you have yourself a Tesla or another electric vehicle and your battery goes out, you may be on the hook for $60,000 to get a brand new battery. Your car will be worthless. So the last few months, we saw the collapse of a number of these projects, collapse of those offshore wind projects, the troubles I mentioned in the solar, excuse me, in the EV market, layoffs at a number of environmentalist groups because the money is just not coming in. <clears throat> we had that campaign that was put out there to get rid of your natural gas stoves. People rejected that. And of course, environmental activists, green activists all over the nation, uh, all over the world even, are making themselves look like complete morons. They are destroying people's way of life. They are stopping them from getting to work. They are blocking off freeways. They are pouring oil and paint onto precious works of art. And these are the people that Joe Biden wishes to align himself with. Untitled 82, CIA is too corrupt to clean. The FBI can still be cleaned. Flynn for FBI director. Let's go. <clears throat> I think you're right that the uh, CIA is too corrupt to clean. I'm almost of the opinion that the FBI is too corrupt to clean as well. And uh, I think that Mike Flynn would be an excellent choice for whatever follows the FBI. Now, if you don't like Mike Flynn, well, you know, I mean, people out there, I, I know you don't, okay? Like, it's like no big deal to me. I could care less. Uh, it, it really doesn't matter, but I think that you're wrong. So, you know, you'll find out. We'll find out. Give it some time. We're almost there. 
So Joe Biden's offshore wind project that he was expecting to bring in, I guess, uh, all the energy we could ever need, uh, really did not pan out. Have you guys ever seen those giant wind turbines? Every now and then they catch on fire. Uh, they have a lot of uh, uh, maintenance costs that go into them. Uh, they also produce vibrations which go deep into the ocean, and they've been causing whales to beach up all over the place. So it's so funny. How these environmentalists, they will produce one thing to solve a problem. It doesn't work very well, but it causes a whole host of other problems. Now, the White House said that they were expecting this technology to provide enough power for 10 million American homes by the year 2030. And so in the Inflation Reduction Act, which really had nothing to do with inflation, Biden produced that signature climate bill, which gave generous subsidies designed to stimulate that industry. But now, because it's very, very expensive and the technology is simply not what it needs to be, the government is likely going to have to step in and save the industry in the same way that they did for Solyndra, except that was just a money pit. The money went into people's pockets. It ended up in offshore bank accounts, and Solyndra just completely went out of business. Uh, You have also the destruction of the environmental vehicle market. The environmental vehicles that Joe Biden said would be coursing over the streets, anybody taking a look at the cost of the Ford F-150 Lightning? Uh, does a hundred and twenty to a hundred and fifty thousand dollar full size pickup sound like a deal to you? Why would you spend that much money on a vehicle that you're going to be using to haul around uh, materials and bricks and two by fours? You wouldn't. The only people who can afford a hundred and fifty thousand dollar electric truck are people like Joe Biden. Or what about the Hummer? The ridiculously sized Hummer, which also costs nearly as much as the Ford F-150 Lightning uh, and takes a very, very long time to get charged up. Uh, I've seen a number of horrific videos, people who have these Humvees and these Ford F-150 Lightnings, and when they go dead... You guys, there is no getting them back. People's cars will stop in the middle of the street. You can't start them. Sometimes you can't even get out of them because the electricity doesn't work. And then you have to get it towed to a dealership, and you're on the hook for thousands of dollars in repairs. Interestingly enough, vehicles, cars, are meant to be driven on the road out in the open elements, oftentimes in rain, snow, sleet, hail, wet conditions. But if you have a Tesla or an electric vehicle, and your wiring harness or your batteries or some other part of your car gets wet, you actually void the warranty. They consider it to be negligence. So if you have a Tesla and you drive through a puddle driving down the street, you don't realize how deep it is, and that water is enough to get up inside your electronics and destroy those electronics, well, you're screwed. Again, you're on the hook for some $60,000. Darting around says, Zach, do you believe if we vote in 24, Trump is treasonist? We caught them, caught them all. Do I believe if we vote in 24, Trump is treasonist? I don't know why I would think that if we vote in 2024 that Trump is uh, committing treason. We caught them all. We caught them all. Um, I may, am I not reading that correctly? If you could give me just a little bit more, a uh, little bit more context, I would uh, definitely be interested in answering that question. I believe we're going to vote in 2024. Are we going to get accurate results? That's the question. 
Let me expand on that a little bit because that's actually coming up in a moment. Um, and I'll, uh, hopefully I will get just a little bit more from you in regards to that darting around. Um, Lisa, if you can keep an eye on that for me, I would appreciate it because I want to, I do want to make sure that we get to these other stories, but I'm interested in seeing exactly what that is. Okay. So Joe. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Now. Biden's world is crumbling. His administration is crumbling. The United States is crumbling. People are running from him. Muslims, what were once thought to be a safe bet for Democrats, they are leaving in droves. Muslim leaders all across America are organizing efforts to not vote for Joe Biden. If they don't vote for Joe Biden, do I expect them to vote for Donald Trump? No, not at all. But I don't expect them to vote for anybody who's going to be a danger to Donald Trump. Perhaps what we're going to see is a fractured primary season with a number of niche candidates that are going up against Joe Biden. They'll also be running against Donald Trump, but Donald Trump has the support of the vast majority of the American people. So... All right. Um, so every non-Muslim activist that's out there right now, uh, they're supporting the Muslims, Hamas, okay? And they're angry with Joe Biden for not supporting Hamas. Darting around says he stated, we can't have a 24 without fixing 20. If we vote, we try, he tried to subvert the government because it was all BS. No, no, I, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all. Um, I think that when, you know, Donald Trump was he said things throughout the last several years um, trying to raise awareness in people uh, about the, the stolen election, number one, uh, and to let people know that this system is horribly broken and that the only way to get back to some sense of normalcy is to put Donald Trump back in the office. Now, Donald Trump saying that, you know, we can't have a 2024 if we don't have a 2020. I mean, that was a rallying cry. That wasn't like a literal statement suggesting that if there is an election held in 2024, that Donald Trump has somehow done something wrong. Donald Trump, while he was president, had presidential immunity he could have done a lot more than he did. He chose not to. He went ahead and passed the baton to Joe Biden. Joe Biden took over and he destroyed the country. Every single legal argument that's been made against Donald Trump suggesting that he tried to subvert the government or the system is bullshit. It's total bullshit. None of them have any precedence in legal case theory. None of them have any basis in fact or reality. So, no. If we hold an election in 2024, Donald Trump did not commit treason. <clears throat> Donald Trump 
never did anything while he was in office to subvert the government. As president of the United States, Donald Trump could have sent the military out there to scoop up every single electronic voting machine in the country. He could have put us under martial law. He could have suspended the transfer of power. And every single one of those things would have been within his power as president of the United States. So, no, I think that Donald Trump allowed the the Donald Trump allowed the transfer of power to Joe Biden for a couple different things. First of all, so that it was obvious that he wasn't a dictator, that he wasn't trying to hold on to power. He truly believed that the election had been stolen, as do we. But Donald Trump still allowed the stealers of that election to take the power uh, and uh, and to do exactly what they were going to do, which was to destroy America and in doing so, red pilling every single red blooded American patriot who wasn't red pilled yet. Even every single registered Democrat who thought they didn't want Donald Trump to be in office. These these people, the deep state, Joe Biden, his regime has done more to wake people up in America than anything in recent memory that I can imagine. So uh, I think that there was a lot of reasons why Donald Trump did it. But more than anything, I think that it had to happen this way, because what we have now is an organic upswing in support for Donald Trump, uh, we have a demand across the board, uh, you know, socioeconomic status, race, religion, uh, sector of the country, no matter where you live, Donald Trump is the most popular president and politician in my lifetime and probably in all history. <clears throat> and every single candidate, every single political figure is defined by their relationship to Donald Trump. So either you support Donald Trump or you are a person who's speaking out against Donald Trump. You know what that does? That puts Donald Trump's name onto the lips of every man, woman, and child in America. Darting around, what if he doesn't win? He will win, okay? This is the thing. Donald Trump is going to win. He is going to have the most number of votes, and he will come back to the White House. Now, Hold that thought because we're going to get to it in just a moment. But I thought it was interesting that we have these very traditional groups that support Democrats pulling away from Democrats and they may not be supporting Donald Trump, but they're certainly not supporting Joe Biden. Now, what does that do? Well, you know. Donald Trump spoke about radical Islamic terrorism. Uh, we here in America ha- have been dealing with this influx of my- Muslim migrants for decades now. The toll of those Muslim migrants is now being felt nationwide. If we take a look at what happened on New Year's Eve, hundreds of pro-Palestinian protesters basically took over Boston. They crashed the New Year's Eve celebration and they ruined it for everybody. How do you think the people of Boston are feeling about those leftists and pro-Hamas protesters and the radical Islamic uh, uh, groups that were basically doing everything they could to make sure that the people of Boston couldn't ring in the new year? They did the exact same thing in New York City. Pro-Hamas protesters marched towards Times Square with the same intention. This is the thing about the left. They do not believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They don't believe that anybody out there should have the right to have a different opinion on anything. If you don't agree with them, then you're the enemy. 
So they believe that uh, the Muslims should be able to do whatever they want, and they want them to take over, essentially. And if those Muslims end up taking over the United States of America, they'll institute Sharia law, and every single rainbow ally of the Muslim groups is going to find themselves either thrown off a building or they're going to be put into some sort of Muslim gulag. So all of these things are souring these communities in the mouths of the American people. And it's not just happening here in America. The same thing happened first in Europe and in Italy. I've got another clip from Germany. The Muslim invaders are now beginning to really show their stripes. They don't want to integrate. They don't want to be part of the culture. They want to take over. This is a intifada. Is that what they call it? A jihad? This is where they come in. They wage war. They want to take over. It's like the rise of the Ottoman Empire 3.0. So let me go ahead and play you this terrible clip. This girl was, I guess, uh, she was abused. Well, first of all, here they are. These are Muslim invaders in Italy. There's not an Italian in sight, not an Italian in sight. Obviously, they're celebrating New Year's Eve, but this entire place, thanks, babe, is full of these Islamic invaders, okay? Not all Muslims are invaders. Not all Muslims are terrorists, all right? Uh, in the same way that, you know, I don't think all Democrats are complete uh, crazy people. Uh, they might just be misinformed, but a lot of these people coming from the third world to these Western nations, they're coming for one thing and one thing only. They want to rape. They want to pillage. They want to take over. And here we have testimony from an Italian girl who was chased by a couple of Arabs and they tried to rape her. Poor girl. She says, I'm in this emotional state because I risked being raped and robbed. Why? Because she walked down the street. This is what these animals think. I was in the center of Milan, she says. And two non-EU citizens, dressed very badly, they pointed at me and they shouted at me. And I am left paralyzed and scared. We're just going to stop it right there. But the point of this is, because she was dressed like a normal Westerner, they think that they have every right to run up and rape her and take take uh, whatever they want. Uh, Ali Katsu says, on Patriot Underground the other night, uh, he had Kerry Cassidy and Mike Gill on. Mike was spewing mess about Mike Flynn and RFK Jr. Gill is a whistleblower and a loudmouth. I know Gill is a whistleblower, uh, but he's made his entire career now not about his whistleblowing activities, but about talking shit about Mike Flynn. And uh, everything that I've seen Mike Gill say about Mike Flynn uh, has no basis in fact. He's upset that Mike Flynn didn't help him with his whistleblowing activities. Uh, Mike Gill doxed Seth Keschel's wife, like po posted her private phone number on the Internet. I mean, come on. Uh, if there is something to what Mike Gill is saying, and, you know, frankly, I'm not interested in hearing it just because he is a loudmouth and because all he does is talk about how Mike Flynn is evil. OK, well, uh, I think that Mike Gill is making a name for himself by attacking somebody who I believe to be a patriot. And so I'm not surprised that uh, people are saying it here in the chat. I don't listen to Mike Gill and don't send me any interviews with Mike Gill. I'm not interested. Um, if we go to Germany, 
then we can see the same sort of things happening. Military age Muslim migrants rioting, attacking police, going after women and children, destroying things, setting fires. We had riots and anarchy spreading all over Germany again last night, New Year's Eve. This is now a place where they have no-go city centers. You can't have women there, no Jews, no gays. Indigenous Germans basically avoid these downtown areas because they don't want to be attacked by these Muslim invaders. 54 police officers were injured. 390 people were arrested in Berlin. So you can see that this is starting to catch up with the Western nations that allowed for this unrestrained migration. In European nations, it was largely legal. Here in America, it's been largely legal for the Muslims, but now it's largely illegal for all of the people coming from south of the border. But that's being addressed. Here in America, we have an upswell of nationalism and populism, more and more people supporting Donald Trump. Same thing happening with these nationalist and populist candidates in the EU. We had great wins in France and in the Netherlands. Uh, it happened in Italy. It is continuing all around. 2023 was the year for populism here in the world, and it's going to take quite a bit of time to unravel this Gordian knot uh, of horrific circumstances that have been created by all of the problems that the deep state has put into place. Now, President Trump, you mentioned, what if President Trump doesn't win? Well, as I said, I believe President Trump will win. The real question is, are they going to give us the real results? If President Trump is legally allowed to win the election and return to power, then all of the problems will be fixed and uh, it's going to be relatively smooth. If they steal the election again, given that Joe Biden is unpopular as he is, And as popular as Donald Trump is, no one, average Americans, are going to believe that the election is legit. Everyone is going to know that it was faked. And I think unlike January 6th, last time, I think that politicians this go-round are going to be willing to say, you know what, I didn't stand up and say something the first time, so this time I am actually going to be brave. And I'm going to say that the election was stolen and the Joe Biden regime is totally corrupt. They are a criminal entity, and it's going to be obvious. Now, also, with regards to President Trump's various contestations and all of the crimes that he's been convinced, convict, or excuse me, not convicted of, accused of, all of them are garbage, too. It's merely uh, for the news cycle. He will overcome all of them. But President Trump is out there warning people right now that the Democrats are planning to use these illegal migrants to win the elections. This, my friends, is where you become very, very important because if you are working in your local elections and you start seeing migrants come in with no proof of residency or identification, but they have a voter card, well, then you know that something's EBS after the election. Yes. So maybe the emergency broadcast system after the election, maybe the Biden regime shuts down the power when they're starting to give the results. Looks like Donald Trump is ahead. And uh, rather than allowing him to win on the news, they're just going to shut everything down and they're going to go to the EBS. And, you know, who knows? I mean, there's pretty much uh, a lot of different ways this can go. But at the end of the day, 
If they steal the election, guys, I think they're going to set the country on fire, literally, because the people are already at their wits end. The people have already had it. You're going to see people in the streets. You're going to see demonstrations. You're going to see responses from other public officials. It's quite clear that Donald Trump is the candidate to to lose against because that's exactly what's going to happen. Nobody will believe that a Joe Biden Kamala Harris ticket is going to beat Donald Trump. Nobody believed it the first time. But those ineffectual, limp-wristed, spaghetti-spined politicians in Washington, D.C., they weren't willing to say something. Well, they better be willing to say something this time because somebody is going to be willing to say something. So President Trump says that the Democrats have been signing these brand new illegals up to vote at a record pace. He said it's becoming more and more obvious to me why the crazed Democrats are allowing millions and millions of totally unvetted migrants here into our once great country. I have to agree this is something that we have spoken about on a number of occasions. It's so they can vote, vote, vote. They are signing them up at a rapid pace without even knowing who the hell they are. Now, the one thing that's going to be different about this election than was uh, the from the 2020 election is that we're not going to have these drop boxes all over the place. We're not going to have universal mail-in ballots. We're not going to have absentee voting in the way that we did before. And there are ongoing court challenges against some of these very unfair and illegal changes that were made to uh, various election systems all around the country. So... Anything that we say today or any situation that we can speculate on, it's going to be likely completely different by the time we get to November. This is why I've said on so many occasions, buckle up. The only thing that I know for 2024 is that it's about to get wild, guys. It is about to be completely insane. That's the only thing that I'm certain of. Listen, we have to take a break for the second half of the show. Sit back. I'll be right back after this. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. So, yes, to answer a question in the chat, you do have to be a citizen of the United States in order to cast a ballot. That doesn't mean that they're not going to attempt to push through a whole bunch of illegal votes. That's why contests to the elections in various places throughout the United States are going to be so vitally important. And that's also why it's going to be necessary that elected officials, people who are already in office, are going to have to speak up. 
It's going to be incumbent upon us to make sure that the pressure is on these people. And once again, it's incumbent upon every single one of us to volunteer in our local elections to actually run for local elections and to take on some sort of leadership position in one of these places where we live. I hope that by the time November rolls around, every single one of you is going to be directly involved in the local process because every politic is local. All politics is local. It all rolls uphill. And what happens at the local level is going to determine what happens at the national level. So President Trump is polling farther ahead than anybody else. He's far, far ahead, double digit leads over every single Republican challenger. Everything that you see Con Inc. talking about Nikki Haley. She is not surging. She's not going to beat Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to win. Here's another thing, guys, that no matter what happens at the ballot box, the Electoral College is the one who ends up choosing the president of the United States. So let's say that the people in the Electoral College, they see what happens if they do choose to cheat once more for Joe Biden and give him 89 million votes this time. It would be so obvious that those are illegals and those are made up votes and dead people and stuff. If they do something like that, then the Electoral College can say, you know what? Absolutely not. We're going to go ahead and cast our ballot for Donald Trump because we believe it's him who truly won the election. There are so many different ways that this can go. And to be quite honest with you. I don't think that it does us any good to wring our hands and worry about what way it's going to happen or not, because it's going to happen the way that we want it to in that Donald Trump is going to come back. But the method by which he returns, I think that that right now is up for debate. Uh, you know, I started with that letter from military members saying that they were going to hold the military brass accountable for what they did, not only for the forced injections, but just the general destruction of our military. It's the military who has the training. It's the military who has the wherewithal and the know-how to actually engage in some sort of action that could call into challenge the the status quo and the structure of what we currently have in the United States. And it would require a vast uprising of United States citizens to put our efforts and our support behind what we believe is true and good. And, you know, 2020, a lot of people, I think, just thought that it was going to be fixed. But here we are. Okay, there were many people who told me, oh, Zach, we're not going to make it to 2024. Guess what? It's January 1st, 2024. And here we are. And we're still alive and we're still kicking it. Donald Trump is more popular than ever. So as we move closer to November, I think that the crystallization is going to become clearer. We're going to be able to see what's most likely to take place. But I can tell you right now, Donald Trump, if the vote was held today, he would win that election. I don't know that it's going to be possible for them to steal the election in the same way they did back in 2020. Also think about this. RFK Jr. RFK Jr. is going to take votes away from Joe Biden. So in order for them to successfully cheat enough to fake it to beat Donald Trump, that means that they're going to have to double the votes that are taken away from them from RFK Jr. 
and there's simply not enough votes in the nation. It's going to get to the point where perhaps they're going to have to pretend that every single man, woman and child that lives here in the United States cast a ballot for somebody. And we just know that that's not the case. So the more obvious it becomes, the less likely their chances of success. So I believe Donald Trump is correct. I'm certain that they have been signing these people up to vote. And so those people who are illegally in this country, if they cast a ballot, uh, we need to be on top of that. Uh, now, I know that in the 2020 election, Ronna Romney McDaniel and the RNC, they were not interested in any sort of election challenges. That's going to be different this time around. There are a band of lawyers that are prepared to actually fight for the election integrity that we all are begging for at this point. So let's talk about these polls. We had a new poll that was released on Friday morning. Joe Biden losing support among black voters, while President Trump is gaining support among black voters. Over the past year, Biden is down by nine points from 70 to 61 percent. Donald Trump is on the rise from 15 to 22 percent. That will undoubtedly continue to raise over the course of the next 11 months. Now, keeping in mind, as always, that polls generally oversample for people who are on the left, people who are more likely to support Joe Biden. So we could probably take 20 to 30 percent on this poll and flip it the other way, which almost places Biden and Trump neck and neck when it comes to the black vote. But Trump is now leading Biden across every other metric. It's all fueled by the gains among key voter segments like the black vote, like the Hispanic vote. Hispanics are traditionally uh, family based. They are generally conservative. They're religious. And the left and Biden's regime, they have rejected family. They've rejected faith. They have rejected the stability. Many of these Hispanics who came to America came here legally. And instead of getting the respect that they deserve for doing it the right way, instead they're watching as Joe Biden is allowing these illegals to come through the back door without any care or worry. So Joe Biden losing in all of these key segments. Trump is also leading in seven key swing states in Arizona. He is leading by four points, 46 percent to 42 percent in Georgia. He's leading by six points, 49 percent to 43 percent in Michigan. He's leading by four points, 46 to 42 in Nevada. He's leading 47 to 44 in North Carolina. He's leading 49 to 40 in Pennsylvania. He's leading 46 to 44. And in Wisconsin, he is leading 45 to 41. Now, I'm sure you'll remember from the 2020 election, Donald Trump won all of the bellwether counties, except for one, if I'm not mistaken. That's never happened that a presidential candidate won those bellwether counties and then didn't win the states themselves. That simply is not possible to happen again. The first time, they could write it off as a statistical anomaly. This time, it's going to be out and out fraud if they decide to go that route. Now, there's always the chance that perhaps the people who are actually behind the wheel on this thing, uh, they've already got it locked up. And they already know that the vote is going to be legit, that Donald Trump is going to be shown to be overwhelmingly popular. And they're, it's he's going to win and he's just going to step right back in and he's going to solve all these problems. It's going to take our help. 
But who knows? Who knows if that's the way that it's going? President Trump right now is uh, very high among likely Republican primary voters as well. Sixty five percent of primary voters are going to vote for Donald Trump. That's also going to continue to rise as more candidates drop out. And people get back to their uh, their day jobs. Uh, we also had a Politico poll that was done earlier this month that had Joe Biden at 63 percent among black voters and Trump at 17 percent among black voters. But again, that is on the rise while Joe Biden is on the decline. Uh, and in a really significant jump during the 2020 election, <clears throat> AP VoteCast found that Trump won 8 percent of black votes versus 91 percent for Biden. So if Biden had allegedly 91 percent in 2020, And now here we are at the beginning of 2024 and he is losing ground. You can bet life for Americans. That includes black, white, Hispanic, Asian. Every single demographic is getting worse. It's getting harder and harder to survive. And every single one of those groups looks at their bank account every morning and they say, please, God, give us back Donald Trump. Now, speaking about Donald Trump's ongoing court cases. Many people were very upset when Kenneth Chesborough pleaded guilty. However, I said at the time, things are not always what they seem. He wasn't pleading guilty to anything that implicated Donald Trump in a crime. Kenneth Chesborough was pleading guilty to some low-level stuff because he didn't have the money to go through with that court case. And this guy, the CNN legal analyst, he's actually had some pretty good takes on this whole thing. It's kind of funny that they have kept him on the air because he continues to say things that just astounds the other panelists. Deplora Blonde says, there are no coincidences, just patterns we don't yet recognize. Hashtag MAGA. That's correct. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. (laughs) If they're still talking shit about me, I don't know, because Jeff has me blocked. Anyways, uh, Eli Honig, I've spoken about him before because, again, he says the exact opposite of what the CNN uh, solicitors want him to say. Uh, He was talking about this plea deal uh, that Chesborough struck with Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Uh, He's pleading guilty to one count a felony count of conspiracy to commit filing false documents. This is in regards to the electors, okay? And again, when it comes down to it, both political parties always have their electors ready to go, and there's nothing fraudulent about what he did. I think that this was a self-preservation move, but Eli Honig thinks that it's a little bit more. Cheeseboro recently told Michigan investigators that there was a December 2020 meeting where he allegedly briefed President Trump about this elector's plan. CNN reported citing audio it obtained of this meeting between Chesboro and investigators. Uh, now, Erica Hill, she's the host. She says, taking into account this new reporting, what does this do? What is the impact on Donald Trump? Well, uh, Eli Honig says Kenneth Chesborough is a mixed bag for prosecutors, I guess. Therefore, for Donald Trump. And mixed bags aren't great when you're a prosecutor and you bear the burden of proving your case not by 51 percent, but beyond a reasonable doubt to a unanimous jury. And here's why. 
Chesborough has clearly been valuable to prosecutors, giving them details. It gives life to the allegations. How exactly did these ballots make their way from Minnesota or Wisconsin to Washington, D.C.? Well, again, Donald Trump was president of the United States. He could have called up those ballots or records or even machines to Washington, D.C. at any time because that's what you do when you're president. You ask for something and somebody hands it over to you. Uh, Untitled 82 says uh, they will burn this mofo to the ground before they lose power. Well, you know, I, I it might burn to the ground. That's for sure. Uh, I tend to agree with you. Uh, Johnny W says I've been blocked for a really long time. Yeah. Welcome to the club, buddy. Welcome to the club. All right. So <clears throat> continuing. That's what's important for the prosecutors. It gives them leads. But this is important. And this is where I wanted to uh, uh, highlight Kenneth Chesborough will never take the stand. He will never be called to the stand by a prosecutor, not by Fannie Willis, not by Jack Smith. And there is a line from the reporting, a crucial line from Caitlin's reporting. I'll read it verbatim. Chesborough has maintained then and now that the plan, get this, was a lawful move to preserve Trump's legal rights. If he says that and they apparently that apparently is his point of view. He is poisoned to the prosecutors. He will be what's called a Brady witness, meaning a witness that's helpful to the defense based on an old case by Brady. This is exculpatory information because Kenneth Chesborough's assertion now is, was, and always has been that Donald Trump was within his rights as the president of the United States and by using his lawyers to preserve evidence was attempting to maintain his own legal right. It was his legal right. They will never be able to use anything Kenneth Chesborough says because if they put him on the stand, President Trump's own attorneys are going to ask him why Mr. Chesborough, as Donald Trump's attorney, were you engaging in this behavior? So he is useful in terms of the investigation, but anyone who thinks that he will be the next John Dean or a smoking gun witness, absolutely not. Mark my words. No prosecutor will ever call him to the stand. That's why they're just rushing him through, allowing him to plead guilty to some BS felony charges or rather misdemeanor charges and be on on probation for like five years. Uh, let me see. Uh, also, Goat Herder, good to see you, buddy. Keep the red pills coming, Zap. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Uh, Cisco, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for the hard work. Thank you for your hard work as well. All right. Uh, let me see. I got a couple of thank yous I need to give over here on the foxhole. Lieutenant Cooker says, Happy New Year, Zach and Chet. Happy New Year to you as well, brother. Uh, let me see. Also, Deplorable Farmer. Oh, that was from earlier. Sorry. But Deplorable Farmer also said Trump pardoned Flynn. Flynn got his ex-account back, so I think it's a win for Patriots. I agree. Uh, and uh, in the meantime, like I said, you know, uh, one of us will be proven correct. I tend to believe it's me because I spend a lot of time paying attention to this stuff. Uh, let me see. Filter Dog One says gas-powered vehicles are outselling EVs now after an initial EV surge. That's right. The early adopters, they fell for the PSYOP, and now they're finding out that owning an EV is not everything it's cracked up to be. Those people are probably selling those EVs and buying gasoline vehicles. <clears throat> 
Boise Blanc 89, thank you for that cookie. Shonjo, thank you for the cookie. Deplorable Farmer, one more time, says, uh, receipt on X for the battery replacement for the Prius with only 70,000 miles. It was $28,000. Who would buy a used EV? No, I don't know anybody. Anybody who I've ever known that was in the market for a used Prius, maybe they had it for a year or so, and then they have to go out and purchase a brand new battery for it. It's a nightmare, you guys. Uh, let me see. Nag1229, thank you for the cookie. Filter Dog one who was your sponsor that had the mushroom stuff? That would have been Ascent Nutrition. Ascent Nutrition. Uh, and then Porpoiseful, thank you very much for that cookie as well. I appreciate that. Happy New Year to everybody. So let's talk about what happened in Colorado. A lot of people were very upset about it, and I, I am upset at the uh, the sentiment because I don't believe that the uh, official here in, um, I'm sorry, not Colorado, I'm talking about Maine because it happened in Colorado first and then they did it in Maine. But the Maine Secretary of State, she, of course, is a Democrat. Her name is Shenna Bellows. And on Thursday night, she made the unilateral decision to remove President Trump from the ballot. She said that he's ineligible because, in her opinion, he committed insurrection. Well, that's garbage, and everybody here knows that. Shortly after the decision from the Colorado Supreme Court also determined that President Trump, quote, committed insurrection uh, using Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, She said, hey, guess what? I'm going to go ahead and do it, too. She knows that the Supreme Court is going to overturn it. She knows that this is all about headlines and it's about the perception, you see, because she even took her own decision and put it on the shelf. Trump is still on the ballot in Maine. All she said to the press was Trump is now invalid because he committed insurrection. And that's what I say. But. Until the Supreme Court tells me otherwise, I guess we're just going to leave him on the ballot. She also blocked President Trump uh, from appearing if the Supreme Court decides that he is somehow ineligible. And my friends, the Supreme Court will not find President Trump ineligible. They will find him eligible because what's being done to him is criminal at this point. Let me also say that Miss Bellows, Shenna Bellows, As the Secretary of State, she's not a lawyer. She doesn't know anything about law. She doesn't have any history with law. Well, I guess she has some history at the ACLU, but the ACLU is no longer a a champion of civil liberties. They are a champion of left-wing propaganda. She, anticipating the judicial review of this situation, put it on pause. So again... President Trump is still on the ballot. Her ruling, however, makes it a lot more likely that the Supreme Court needs to rule on this sooner rather than later, because now we have activist judges in Colorado. We have an activist secretary of state here in Maine. uh, And, of course, the Republican Party uh, has also filed their own challenges to these decisions. Um, And this is all based not on her opinion as a legal scholar. It's based on her viewing of YouTube videos, her uh, viewing of mainstream media stories, repeating over and over again, Trump committed insurrection. President Trump is an insurrectionist. January 6th, uh, domestic terror, blah, 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 blah. So Jonathan Turley, somebody who is a lawyer and a legal scholar, said uh, that 
the decision is not found in its persuasive analysis, but its practical implications for the Supreme Court. So this decision that she made based on these documents that she supposedly saw, these YouTube clips, these news reports, none of these things would pass for evidence in court. And let me just say, as I've said on so many occasions, Donald Trump has never been accused or convicted in a court of law of committing insurrection. And based upon her use of documentation and videos that she's seen online, you cannot say somebody committed insurrection. I wonder if at the end of the day, President Trump is going to have a defamation case against Miss Bellows. If I was him, I would sue the hell out of everybody. I don't know that he has the money to just sue everybody, but he's got enough money he can sue a couple of people anyways. So she consulted with lawyers, but she's not a lawyer. She's also not elected. The people of Maine did not elect her. She was actually appointed by the state legislature. So this is not a democratically elected position, and the decision she's made is not a decision that is based in democracy or in our republic. So it is basically a, a conclusion that she has come to unilaterally, and the people of Maine are basically left lurching in the wings waiting for the Supreme Court. But again, because we now have these two very unsafe, unfair, and uh dangerous decisions that have been made in Colorado and in Maine, it's a lot more likely that the Supreme Court of the United States is going to be forced to rule on this very soon. And when they do, President Trump will still remain on the ballot. Now, what's kind of funny is that over the weekend after she made this decision, uh, she got swatted. Thank God, I don't believe she was home. Nobody was hurt. George Soros actually got swatted as well. And President Trump has responded to this decision. Uh, he published his rebuttal on the various efforts to remove him from the ballot. And I've said this before. I will say it again. This has been done before, uh, but it was done slightly differently. But back when Abraham Lincoln was running for president, the uh, Confederate states would not allow for him to be put on the ballot. They removed him from the ballot. Isn't that interesting? Uh, I've often compared President President Trump to Abraham Lincoln. Uh, he's emancipating the American people, if you will. But this entire argument that President Trump made in rebuttal to these decisions was published on New Year's Eve. It was a 13-page document that he put together himself, uh, which really calls to task these activists that are trying to take away your right, your ability to choose who represents you at the end of the day. These are unilateral decisions being made by communists here in the United States of America. So let's go ahead and take a look at this document. He put it out in a series of truth social posts. And I believe, yes, we're going to have to pull this up right here. So President Trump says regarding the 14th Amendment, he has it broken down into sections, an overview regarding an officer of the United States, regarding insurrection, regarding constitutional context. And then he even has a supplemental section. So. President Trump quotes Hans von Spakovsky from the Daily Signal. Election interference. Colorado Supreme Court removes Trump from the ballot. First, he says, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment applies only to individuals who were previously a member of Congress, an officer of the United States, or a state official. Individuals who are elected, such as the president and the vice president, 
are not officers within the meaning of Section 3. We actually learned this initially during the very first judge's decision to leave Trump on the ballot because she stated as such that the oath of office was different. The position listed is not the president of the United States. Secondly, no federal court has convicted President Trump of engaging in insurrection or rebellion. In fact, the Senate acquitted Trump of that charge in his second impeachment. And third, some scholars assert Section 3 doesn't even exist anymore as a constitutional matter after the Amnesty Acts of 1872 and 1898. This is a matter completely ignored by the court today, but seeing as President Trump brings it up in this rebuttal, I am certain that his lawyers will have brought it up in their briefs going before the Supreme Court. Now, fourth, prior court rulings have held that Section 3 is not self-executing, and Congress has never passed any federal law providing for enforcement, which means that courts, such as the Colorado Supreme Court, have no legal authority to enforce Section 3. In the continuation, President Trump says, as a quote from Josh Blackman and Seth Barrett Tillman, this is from Sweeping, Enforcing the President into Section 3. Our research is built on more than a decade of scholarship in areas that are regrettably neglected in modern courts and scholarship, but would have been well understood in the 1860s. First, the question of whether Section 3 of the 14th Amendment is self-executing cannot be resolved by pointing to Section 1 of the 14th Amendment or to other provisions of the Constitution. The case law in those areas does not support any presumption that constitutional provisions are self-executing. Trump has not been disqualified pursuant to any federal enforcement legislation. Second, in Griffin's case, a federal circuit court case decided by Chief Justice Solomon P. Chase in 1869, Chase stated expressly that Section 3 can only be enforced by Congress through federal legislation, which has not happened. Chief Justice Chase wrote that Section 3 could only be implemented through federal enforcement legislation. This decision, handed down within a year of the Fourth Amendment's ratification, was and remains reasonably probative evidence with regard to whether Section 3 is self-executing. Indeed, the decision was repeatedly cited for much of the past 150 years. That means 150 years of legal precedence, oft cited more than once, many different occasions. And it only became subject to criticism in 2020 or so. Furthermore, the case of Jefferson Davis can be reconciled with Griffin's case. If Chase was correct, then states cannot unilaterally remove Trump from the ballot. Now, third, a Section 3 disqualification is triggered by a covered person who either engages in insurrection or rebellion against the United States, which Trump did not gives aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. Trump certainly did not. A state cannot allege that Trump gave aid and comfort to enemies since there was no actual war. Well, certainly there wasn't a hot war. There might have been a fifth generational war taking place. And contra Baud and Paulson, no one can be disqualified for giving aid or comfort to an insurrection because Section 3 lists no such offense. Disqualification can only result from the direct substantive 
offense engaging in insurrection. President Trump would have had to have engaged in an insurrection. The president of the United States cannot engage in an insurrection against his own country. He would have had to have turned the guns of the military onto the people or perhaps onto politicians in Washington, D.C. But even if he chose to do that, by Jove, he was the president of the United States. And if that's what was necessary to keep the country safe, well, then he would have been legally justified in doing that. But he would have also been pilloried in the history books. This way, President Trump will be shown as a sane alternative to the modern day radical left. Despite all of the things he could have done to remain in office, to not transfer power to Joe Biden or anybody else, he chose not to do any of those things. He chose simply to allow the process to take care of itself. And this is why we find ourselves where we are today. Again, with Joe Biden and his regime red-pilling people all across America. If the chase, excuse me. Uh, fourth, we have put forward substantial evidence that the president is not an officer of the United States. For purposes of Section 3, numerous sources that we cite discuss this issue. No one spoke in a secret code as Bode and Paulson charge. If we are correct, Trump is not subject to Section 3 at all. And if we are right, then states cannot unilaterally remove Trump from the ballot under the authority of Section 3. Moreover, if we are correct, then there is no need to decide whether Section 3 is self-executing or whether Trump's conduct amounted to engaging in insurrection or rebellion. And I'm going to tell you right now, they are correct because President Trump has not done anything that he's been accused of. Now, uh, let me see what time is it. We are, oh, we are past the 6.30 hour. So let's just look at this a a little bit on exactly what an officer of the United States is. Uh, So the president is not one such. And thus, it is excluded from disqualification. That's from a legal scholar, Joshua Blackman. He notes that there is only one president in America who has ever never served in government before, Mr. Trump. Wow. And this means that every previous executive would have been covered by this clause. In Mr. Blackman's estimation, the 14th Amendment says nothing about Mr. Trump. Untitled Day 2 says, great show. Bye, everyone. Catch you all later. Happy New Year 2024. Let's go. Where we go, one, we go all. Uh, yes, gover- governors cannot allow illegals to vote. No. But they can certainly try to allow them to vote illegally. Uh, and so that is a distinct possibility. All right. So Michael Mukasey from the Wall Street Journal. Was Trump an officer of the United States? Well, the term an officer of the United States in other constitutional provisions shows that it refers only to appointed officials, not elected ones. President Trump was never in government until he was elected president. President Trump was never appointed to a position in the government. So therefore, He was not an officer of the United States. If perhaps somebody was a cabinet member, they would be considered an officer of the United States. Article four of the Constitution, excuse me, Article six of the Constitution provides that senators and representatives uh, and all executive and judicial officers of the United States take an oath to support the Constitution. But the presidential oath 
is separately provided for at the end of Article 2, Section 1, which would be superfluous if the president's oath were required by the general language in Article 6. Mr. Trump took an oath as president pursuant to Article 2 and not as an officer pursuant to Article 6, because the insurrection clause applies only to those who have taken an oath as an officer of the United States, he cannot be barred by that clause from serving in any capacity. The phrase officer under the United States appears four other times in the body of the Constitution, at least two of which, one barring office holders from accepting a foreign title or emolument, and one barring anyone impeached and convicted from holding such an office, may well apply to an elected official, including the president. Also, if a holder of an office under the United States means the same thing as officer of the United States, why weren't the same words used to specify it? Very, very keen distinction there and something that you have to ask. They had a lot of time to prepare this document, guys. It's quite obvious that if they meant one thing, they wrote it one way. And if they meant something else, they wrote it another way. Words and language are very important. And this is why the left has made every attempt to subvert the English language, to twist words, to make them mean something else. Because if they can control the words that are coming out of your mouth, then they can control the thoughts that are in your head. And we simply cannot allow that to happen. All right. Thank you to PQuest for dropping one, two, three, four cookies. I really appreciate that, buddy. Uh, Also, who cares? High five, Zach. Correction. Congress has enacted legislation to enforce 14.3 by 18 U.S.C. 2383, the Insurrection Act. So let's go ahead and pull this up because that was coming from a legal scholar. Uh, Perhaps they meant the enforcement of Congress against the president of the United States. Let's go ahead and pull this up so we can look at it. Whoever incites, sets, or foots, assists, or engages in any rebellion or insurrection against the authority of the United States, laws thereof, or gives aid or comfort thereto, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned, not more than 10 years or both, and shall be incapable of holding any office under the United States. So, um, I guess we would need to go back and specifically look at the phrasing that was in that article. Um, but uh, I tend to believe that the specific... The specific phrasing that is in this statute does not apply to President Trump, and that's the sticking point. Uh, the officer of the United States, you know, that would be somebody who was appointed, who would be guilty of a rebellion or an insurrection, somebody who had actually done time, who had actually been uh, uh, accused and then convicted. That simply hasn't happened to President Trump. Number one, Indiana dad. Thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Deplorable farmer. Even Jack Smith didn't charge Trump with insurrection. It's a false flag. Exactly. And this is what I keep, this is why I keep belaboring the point because I see people getting so nervous about it. Guys, don't, don't worry about it. It's not real. It is designed to give you anxiety. It's designed to make you feel insecure. Everything is fine. We're going to get through this, and President Trump is going to be just fine. Uh, let me see. Uh, Mighty Patriot says, uh, 
This time will be a red wave for sure, one way or the other. Exactly, whether it's red at the ballot box or someplace else. Uh, Nag1229, thank you for the cookie. Filtered01 says, who was your sponsor that had the mushroom stuff? Well, that was Ascent uh, Nutrition. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Akira says, uh, thanks, Zach. And uh, Filterdog1, about the info on Ascent Nutrition. Matt1776, uh, one of the owners and uh, and developers of the foxhole pilled.net. If you guys are listening on another platform that isn't pilled.net, I highly suggest that you make your way over to pilled.net, get signed up, and join the uh, lovely folks that are over there every single day. Uh, thank you to Matt. He just gifted a one-month bronze tier subscription. He gifted another one, and then Zihaz grabbed that, and then Lieutenant Cooker grabbed it as well. Appreciate you, Matt. You're a good friend, and uh, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to you, brother. Hope you guys had a good one. Uh, let me see. I think that is it. That Yeah, that's definitely it. All right, you guys. Well, we had an interesting show today. Hopefully, uh, everybody had fun in the chat. If uh, not, a uh, couple of heated exchanges. I want to remind everybody that at the end of the day, we are trying to save America. And it does nothing for us to belabor useless points when we have so much more to pay attention to. The wheat will be separated from the chaff, and those people who are total bastards, who are just made up of hot shit, they will be cast off, and we're not even going to have to worry about them anymore. So, all you can do is maintain your own honesty, integrity, and the quality of your own life and the decisions you make. Let me actually end by showing you guys a post that I put out there on Twitter earlier today. It was my New Year's Day post. Um, I put it out on Truth Social as well. Uh, and uh, let's see. So last night, John made this comment uh, about people every year who put out these New Year's resolutions saying that they're going to be a better person this year and you know calling for other people to be better, and then they don't really do it. They just basically use it as an excuse to start over and fail again. And my point was, why wait till New Year's Eve every single year? You know, uh, I wake up every single morning with the intention of the person that I want to be, uh, of the, uh, of, of the, the, the service that I want to give. Uh, I want to walk in faith and I want to be the best person that I can possibly be. Doesn't mean that I'm perfect, but it means that I wake up every single day in an act of self-reflection and determine what I need to do differently to be that man that I believe God wants me to be and has intended for me to be. So, let me show you this. Let me show you this. That's the wrong one. Hold on just a second. Let me pull this up. Twitter, 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 Twitter. There it is. Okay. So, I said, remember, every day is an opportunity to be the best version of yourself. You don't need an arbitrary date to engage in active self-reflection or institute change in your life where needed. Make each day the day you commit to living with honesty and integrity so that you're constantly striving to be the man or woman that God intended. MAGA isn't a movement. It's a commitment and a responsibility which will need stewardship on an ongoing basis. And each of us is a project that deserves daily attention in the same way our great republic is. With that in mind, Happy New Year and never stop making yourself or America great again. 
So if you guys can just remember that, you don't have to be perfect. And I'm certainly not claiming to be perfect. I don't think anybody is except for God, (laughs) because everything that happens is exactly the way that he wants it to happen. Even though sometimes it's mystifying, even though sometimes it's uh, frustrating, it is what it is. And I hope that every single one of you can wake up every morning just like it's New Year's Day and say, you know what, I am going to make the change in my life that I need to make today. It's difficult sometimes, but you're not going to change unless you want to, uh, unless you want to make it happen. So, all right, you guys, uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> Ellie, she, we walk multiple times a day. She is a beagle, uh, Jack Russell mix. And yes, she's a little thick, but, uh, we do what we can. She's on a restricted diet. I really don't know. And what else to say? Uh, thank you very much, you guys. Appreciate you being here. Let me pass out those gold pills. Thank you to Sean Joe and, um, and a boneless chicken for the hot shit comment. <laughs> oh, okay, that's awesome. All right, here we go. And boom, gold pills have been passed out. The scratching has been released. All right, you guys, good luck. God bless. I will see you tonight on Baseless Conspiracies at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Peace.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.